And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show. And uh, joining the show now is Jason Cook, VP for Marketing and Communications and Chief Marketing Officer at Baylor. Jason, I don't know if you could hear all those uh, sponsors, man. It seems like folks uh, folks are liking uh, this particular show. So, by the way, you you kind of control the purse strings over at Baylor, Jason. If you ever want, if you ever want to, you know, pour some money into into you know advertising some of this Baylor, all the things y'all are doing, just know we will take that money. I just wanted to be very upfront with you. Well, well, Matt, you, you were always very bold, and I had no idea you were going to call me on the radio and put me on the spot uh, to do a sales pitch for me. But, uh, but congrats, congrats on the show. I mean, this is a, a great, uh, a great time of day, as a drive time in the afternoons, and a great time for people to talk uh, sports and everything that's going on in the world with Baylor on the way home as well. Now, did I see you in the press box last week? I thought maybe I looked up there and. Um... You know, if you sit in the press box, uh, Jason, you do have to kind of uh, file some reports or, or have some uh, comments on the game and that kind of thing. And I thought maybe from a distance I saw you up there. And I know during game days you have to be in the suites. You have to be all around. But do you do you ever sort of take a moment, sit in the press box for a while, and actually get to focus on the ball game? Well, I, I'm a huge football fan, a huge college football fan, and uh, sometimes you've got to get away, find a quiet place. You know, there's no cheerleading in the press, cheering in the press box, so I could find a quiet place to hide and actually watch the game. So, uh, yeah, everyone knows that Mac Rhodes patrols the sidelines, so I thought that I could uh, patrol the uh, press box uh, a couple of weeks ago and watch the game. Were you able to see Mac in some of those calls late in the Iowa State game? Did you Did you happen to peek down there, Mac? Yeah, Matt. Yeah. I, we, Matt. Have, we have photos. Hey. We have photos, Matt. <laughs> He's pretty animated down there. He did not. He did not care for some of those calls. <laughs> no, uh, you know, I, I tell you what, he uh, uh, Mac loves uh, to support his student athletes, and uh, mm-hmm. if he thinks that. They're not being uh, treated fairly. Uh, he's going to be the first one in line to let people know about it for sure. All right, uh, BYU coming in. Now, I, I would imagine we got a ton of stuff for homecoming, but now the dignitaries from BYU will be there. We need to make a good first impression. It's been a while since we played BYU. Um, what uh, What are we going to do? Are we going to kind of roll out the red carpet? I understand, uh, in fact, before the game, I think we're going to play some of that interview John Morris did with the two presidents. And... Um, uh, I, I think that'll be that'll be good to, to be able to play that. But uh, what will that? Uh, what, what do we all kind of show them to to kind of introduce them to Baylor life? Well, it, it, it's kind of a trial run uh, for BYU as a as a conference member, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they'll officially enter the league in uh, 2023. And uh, you know, obviously, we're really excited about that, and I, I think that what. BYU declared uh, their intentions to uh, to join the uh, the Big 12. That truly solidified the future of the league because you know you look in terms of big national brands, uh, there wasn't uh, really any other uh, others out there other than than a BYU. So it is significant 
uh, given uh, their national stake and and the influence of the church uh, around the country, and particularly here in the state of Texas, they have a a, a large percentage of uh, people affiliated with the LDS Church here. So, uh, so obviously, we're excited to have them uh, for B- Big 12 preview. Uh, here at McLean Stadium, uh, we've uh, the, their president and athletic director are actually going to ride in the uh, homecoming parade, uh, which will give us an opportunity to welcome uh, them to Waco. We've got signage uh, in all of the major hotels throughout uh, throughout Waco and restaurants. Uh, in other establishment, establishments throughout town to make sure that we give a, a warm Waco welcome, but also a good Baylor welcome as well. And then uh, we will have a, a game ball presentation prior to that, prior to kickoff. We'll have both presidents, both athletics directors, and then also uh, Commissioner Bowlesby from the Big 12. Uh, so we're a lot of activities before the game uh, to welcome BYU uh, uh, really early into the Big 12, but I tell you, once uh, once that ball is placed on the tee uh, for kickoff, it's going to be all about the, uh, the game and the uh, uh, the warm welcome. Hopefully, uh, we'll stop at that point. <laughs> well, that's right. You'll you'll leave them behind, and and, uh, and Mac will go down to the sideline, and everything will be okay. It, it is Jason <laughs> Jason Cook, the uh, CMO, Chief uh, Marketing Officer for Baylor. Vice President for Marketing and Communications. Jason, stop me if I ever leave off a title. There's several, there's a lot of those to to mention here. Uh, joining us as we prepare for all the homecoming activities, what was that like, uh, Jason, the first time? Now, A&M, where you came from, did not, homecoming is not, you know, they, they consider homecoming pretty much every weekend or every time they have a game. Right. So, I don't, they don't have, a, they're, they're kind of homecoming. It's, it's a whole different kind of mentality there the first time you saw the Baylor homecoming parade was that an eye-opening experience for you well I didn't know what to expect uh, probably the the only thing that I knew was uh, was the big bear balloon uh, is kind of a uh, uh, scary looking to me so that was my only experience <laughs> just looking at at pictures of Baylor homecoming but you know what I there was just so much I didn't know and and I don't think a lot of people uh, realize that uh, Baylor had the first homecoming in uh, in 1909. I think that there was a little bit of a debate with the University of Missouri, but several years ago that was settled once and for all. So uh, the oldest homecoming in the country in 1909, uh, the largest homecoming uh, parade uh, in the country that exists. So um, so I didn't know really what that was about or, or how special uh, homecoming is. And, uh, and you know, when you hear about homecoming, you think of alumni coming back for one weekend. Uh, but what really impresses me is uh, the activities and the engagement of current students on our campus. Uh, you know, two nights ago, we had dinner with the Livingstones. So I think that uh, she invited 20,000 students over to our house for dinner. Uh, and we had food trucks and, uh, and a concert and, and just uh, an opportunity to celebrate current students. But it's been really exciting, particularly this year, since we kind of had an off year last year from homecoming due to COVID to see the excitement and the energy uh, of the students um, as we lead into pigskin, as we lead into mass meeting tonight, and we've got bonfire Friday night, and then uh, uh, the parade on Saturday morning, and then, of course, the game at 2.30 on Saturday. So uh, it is a, not only a big spectacle in and of itself, but it truly has deep meaning uh, for members of the Baylor family. 
I'll have you know the Fiji's had three straight seeing victories during my tenure there, uh, 93 through 95. And uh, so pigskin was always a joyous time for us. Uh, I can I can just imagine you like taking your kids to <laughs> like seeing, which is like how many acts is that? <laughs> 19 acts. That can get a little yeah. long. Pigskin's not quite as unwieldy, and and so I think that's a little bit of a quicker show. But uh, the uh, the MC is my college roommate, by the way, Blair Browning, who I always not, does sing. I did not do that. And wow. pigskin, yeah, yeah. And I hope you don't think poorly of Blair now, but he is one of the top uh, professors. <laughs> There at Baylor and was my uh, was my roommate and we were in both each other's weddings and all of that kind of thing. So I don't know uh, if you could find a bigger Baylor basketball fan than Blair ba- uh, Blair Browning. He uh, he is at the top of the list in supporting uh, supporting our men's basketball team. Yeah, and he has the good sense not to give Scott like unsolicited advice. He's he he's been with me at events with Scott where I'll tell Scott <laughs> who I think he should put in and Blair Blair will basically just leave like oh god Mosley <laughs> Mosley's about to start sharing some ideas with the uh, with the head coach but uh, he he loves it he loves it more than just about anybody you're right and people love it by the way 19 you said 1909 or and so 1909 19, first homecoming parade yeah, yeah 1920s the uh, my great grandfather and great grandmother were students there, so that would have wow. yeah would have been kind of in uh, Dow Hendricks and who would become Mary Powell Hendricks, and right. uh, yeah yeah someday don't you want to hear some mostly family stories? <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of why you came on here today. Well, now is there anything else though that we should be prepared for? By the way, it's my twenty fifth anniversary or reunion so that's kind of exciting all the reunions that go on around and so i'm excited about that we'll be out there doing that pregame show uh the tailgate show as you know and uh, we'll be right over there by the alumni tent but is there anything sort of special bonfire starts at nine is that right and then is there anything else we need to tell people about well, I would look at just – it's going to be great weather. I mean, great weather for a parade on Saturday morning. I think all of us have been wishing and hoping for uh, finally some fall weather. Well, we're going to get it. And then on at you know, the kickoff, we're looking mid-70s, something like that. So it's going to be gorgeous weather. But the parade itself, you know, we took a year off last year. I think it's going to be probably bigger. And and uh, we say bigger and better every year, but I think that will probably be the case. We've got a uh, hundred and twenty entries. We've got eleven floats, and then uh, thirteen balloons as well. Uh, you know, in the past helium has been at a shortage, so the balloons have kind of gone down a little bit. But we've got thirteen this year, and uh, so that parade wow. will start on Saturday morning at uh, eight o'clock at the uh, intersection of Eighth and Austin downtown. Uh, we'll go down to Austin Avenue and then take a right on 4th and uh, head head down to campus and shift over to 5th Street. So we anticipate the parade will get on campus uh, about 8.30 on Saturday morning. So I, you know, that, that quintessential homecoming experience, the parade on Saturday morning, is, is, uh, is really where it's at. Now, will you be – will you have, like, a, a special tent for the uh, high-ranking administrators? Uh, there, I'm told there are going to be several tents on campus. Like, a, would I have to have a special knock or maybe have a VIP pass to come up and say hello to you? Where where will you be on the parade route? 
You know what? I am a, I'm a behind-the-scenes kind of person, Matt. I, I'll walk along the parade a little bit. Uh, we've got, you know, mentioned John Morris and John and uh, Lori Fogelman. Uh, we'll, we'll team together to uh, broadcast the parade via live stream and then also on one of the local TV stations. So I, I will check on them and work with them on timing and some of the key things we want to hit. And, uh, and then maybe uh, snag some free donuts from some uh, tents along the parade route as well. So that's kind of, that's kind of my vibe as, as we go on homecoming parade days. Do you ever feel like you all lean on John a little much? I mean, that would probably be eight hours of programming for him. Let's see, about four-hour game, two-hour parade in the pregame show. Uh, that's about eight or that's about eight or nine hours, Jason. Let's let's you know let's take it easy on John. <laughs> John, John's a, as you know, he's the nicest he's the nicest guy in the world, and he never says no. But uh, he, he loves he loves Baylor. Hey, hey, Matt, I'll tell you something about about BYU this week that I learned that uh, they have a very similar tradition to uh, Dr Pepper Hour uh, that Baylor has. They actually produce uh, BYU. Uh, uh, ice cream and they have a creamery on campus and uh, so we were going to and john actually asked their president about this we were going to have kind of a taste test at dr pepper hour uh, earlier this week and uh the uh we had a little mishap with getting the byu ice cream here it, it somehow was shipped uh shipped via ground and obviously uh when it arrived we had vanilla soup but uh, but I have a, a couple of uh, <laughs> gallons of BYU ice cream uh, in the office, so I'm hopefully uh, we can uh, break that out for some uh, post game desserts on Saturday. Oh man, that sounds good. I uh, I appreciate. I was I was a little worried because I don't think they do caffeine. When you said Dr Pepper, I thought, oh gosh, let's not offend <laughs> anybody. But I think we're going to be okay. Hey Jason, it's fun to always great to have you on, and look forward to seeing yeah. you. And uh, it'll be a, it'll be a fun day for the Baylor family. Cannot wait for the gorgeous weather and a really fun homecoming game. Oh, you bet. Well, thanks, Matt, and uh, we'll see you there on Saturday.